Popular Stranger uh, Radio, it's your host Impact, man, we in here for another Wednesday uh, episode, got my man Joey Cash playing in the background, struggling, featuring Ralphie Davis, yeah, I'm excited for a great episode today, so we gonna, we gonna get it in today, man, let this, let this song rock for a little bit, yeah, let's get it, Jesse Young, nigga, tryna make it throw, make it throw. Shit, I was his dad and I was 22. I was 22. Got me some, knew that shit was 22. Was 22. They did me out the deal, fuck him, gone through. Got a nigga stretch, car again, reap his ass. Hit the mall, staying fresh, paying my receiving last. Gotta wipe your tears, study all the lessons. Now I'm thinking, gosh, shit, the struggle was a blessing. Got a nigga stretch, dealing with depression. Think about the path, got a nigga second guessing. Still, I'm trying to stunt. Yeah, I'm living loud, fuck a host, living wild, before my ex. We just had a child, she saw a disrespect. Talking out her neck, talking out her neck. They got me on support, they take it out the check. I gotta step it up, some shit I can't neglect. Uh, fuck you, niggas, out of real struggling. These niggas was at when a young nigga was struggling. A minute ago, it was worse than this. Now I be up and I'm loving it. It ain't money, no discussing it. I don't want to hear the rhetoric. It's whatever for them presidents. I was never in the settling. Ask me, it's the same shit. Through the city, y'all lane switched. Holla at bro, he said he want me to know. Stay on the same shit. Everything big. Everything larger Disrespect me on the 20th By the 21st you'll be slaughtered Bossed up, not a bitch mad She see a king winning Popular Stranger Radio Show, man It's your boy Impact We in for another marvelous, excellent episode From what I like to call it, man uh, Popular Stranger Radio every Wednesdays At the booth radio.live, man We got a special guest in the building today, man uh, Somebody who not only is a very capable artist, man You know a uh, very consistent artist, but uh, and a lot of people speak on this for your behalf, my brother, that you're actually a, a a better person. You know, as cliche as that may sound, I haven't heard one person to really, you know, say that you're any different than being just a genuine person. But I got the one and only Joey Cash in the building, man. What's up with you, Josh? Show it, bro. Man, that's chilling, man. It's a Travel beautiful you, day. Man. Thanks for uh, you know, coming coming in and fuck with me today, man, for no, sure. Man. It's been a long... I was waiting to get the invite. Right, nah, because <laughs> so many things be happening, you know, things that I got going or whatever that, yeah. you know, sometimes I forget to tap in with somebody. And, you know, speaking of the song that I just played, which is called Struggling, featuring Ralphie Davis. Yeah, shout Ra out to Ralphie. Yeah, shout out to Ralphie. Ralphie, my man, like, he was supposed to come in and do the show a couple weeks ago. Okay. And, you know, with it being the holiday season and all that, we kind of... Haven't really connected yet, yeah. but like 
I like, and I hope he's listening to this too because, like, if it's I don't, it ain't personal. It's just you know, yeah, yeah. everybody got lies, everybody got things. So I was glad that I seen you at a, a past a wedding recently. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. My girl Eb and uh, and bro, 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 yeah, bro, yeah, fresh. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So Shout out to them. yeah, and I told you I was like, yeah, man. Uh, you know, you know, y'all invited to the to the to the radio show, and you're like, nigga, what? When did you tell me that? And I'm like, <laughs> damn, I probably didn't tell my bro that, but we good now, cause we got you in here, man. Yeah. And like I said, I appreciate you coming to fuck with me. You didn't have to do that, but you did, and uh, yeah, I fuck with it, man. Appreciate Definitely, it, man, bro. But I do, uh, I appreciate when I have other artists coming on the show because yeah. it's it's something that I, you know. It makes the conversation a lot easier, definitely, right? Definitely. Like, like I said, we we kind of are in the same realm as far as you know, music being a passion of ours and, our, and us yeah. making ourselves you know vulnerable and putting out songs that either reveal some you know things of our personal life and yeah. you know all of that. So, I, a lot of people don't understand, bro. Like, like when you're talking to somebody who. And never even made a song before. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's just different. You know what I'm saying? So niggas like will come to you with like advice and what they think you should make and just right. say all kind of like out of line shit. And it's like, bro, I'm an artist, bro. You can't tell me what the Right. Like, hey, you should do this. And it's like my nigga, like, right. nah, and it's not that easy, bro. Yeah, and like you said, <laughs> no matter how whatever, regardless of you know, and, th- and I'm saying this to the people listening out there, regardless of whether the artist is dope filthy whack whatever like you never know you you won't know what it's like to create something from scratch until you like actually do it you know what i'm saying and that's the vulnerable part that i'm talking about it's like you know i'm willing to you know be vulnerable and put myself out there like hey this is something that i created exactly and you know it's hard when you do that and like i said if I put a song out and you don't like the song, you don't have to like the song, yeah. but I but I at least expect you to respect what it takes to not only make a song, but then have the the confidence and the vulnerability to put it out there exactly. and subject yourself to personal opinions and criticism yeah. and all of that, man. For and sometimes, sure. Sometimes, like when you like people give you their opinions on their on your music and shit, uh-huh. and it's like they kind of expect you to already take it personal if they don't like it. Right. So it'd be like right. So so like if you if you say anything that like like they'll say some shit about your shit, if you like argue that, they assume you're being sensitive, oh, and it's sure. like my nigga, I just don't agree with your point, bro. Like yeah. that's not, yeah. I don't agree <laughs> with you. Want me right, to do. and and like I said, and and I try to sympathize with that side of it, with like the fan or the listener aspect of it. Yeah. It's like okay, they don't know. What my purpose was behind making this song or exactly. making this song sound this way or whatever, like us as artists, if we, you know, I'm assuming we all it's all kind of the same thing when we create a song. There's so many different things that goes in yeah. to the thought process of making a song exactly. and placements of words and whatever the case may be, yeah. to where we're the only people that know that. Yeah. So you know, it, especially it, with me, because I go about making songs hella different ways so yeah. it's like sometimes i'll make a song and i'm trying to make some hot shit so it's like i'm really not concerned with the content the lyrics the, yeah, like that right, you know what i'm saying right. i'm just trying to i might be more more worried about my flow and the hook and making sure that i'm complimenting the beat uh-huh. you know what i'm saying right right and then there's some songs where it's like okay i'm gonna talk about my life on this one so i want to make sure everything i'm saying is factual Right, and I want to make sure every word 
mean something and there's sometimes where it's like okay i just want to spit on this shit but you can't you can't have like an alert at the beginning of a song like all right this song i'm on exactly. my rapping shit or exactly. this song don't even worry about the lyrics <laughs> just just vibe out exactly. you know what i'm saying you don't you can't have that that alert there so you got to leave it up to the artist to, to determine that exactly. you know what i'm saying and then what's what's crazy about music though is that um you can make a song like let's say you want to make a song that it just sound good you feel yeah. like you're not really worried about the lyrical content of it or anything like that and the crazy thing is you'll come across somebody who took it that way and loved it for its lyrical shit yeah you're like damn i didn't even try to you know be lyrical in that song and i got somebody here telling me oh that was the best bars you spit ever and it's just like you like my nigga yeah. what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I hear, bro. I be like, bro, this is crazy, like, crazy, for real, crazy. And we gonna, we like I said, we we got this whole episode to talk more in depth about you know the music and being an artist. But yeah. for those that don't know, you know who Joey Cash is, the artist and all of that. I wanted to give you, uh, you know, just a little time to kind of give me a background about yourself. You know, yeah. where you from, and really, how did you get involved in really trying to dive into doing music? You know, seriously. Right. So, you know, as far, you know, I grew up, like, living all over the place. You know, like, as a kid, you know, I would move, like, every year. Or sometimes oh, I would go to, like, okay. I would go to, like, two, three, you know, different schools in a year. Uh-huh. And, you know, like, like basically, if, if, I, if I went to one school for the whole year, that was, like, a good year. Yeah, that was a blessing. You know what I'm saying? Right so, it's like, I moved all over the place. But I lived everywhere. But, you know, I spent most of the time in Federal Way. You know right. what I'm saying? So, but... I lived I lived in the city. I lived in Skyway a couple different times. Uh-huh. I lived in the South End. I lived in All over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Way out south, all over the place. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, like the kind of lifestyle I grew up in, it just it just made it to where I couldn't stay in one place, you know what I'm saying, for too right. long with, you know, like my parents, you know, like being, you know, being involved in, you know, criminal shit. So it's like I couldn't niggas couldn't like always be like too too local. Cause it's like you're too available, you know what I'm saying. Right. So it's like there would be times we would live by everybody, and then it would be like, all right, this ain't you know this ain't cool no more, or right. something will happen. It's like we gotta move, right? So right. it's like I would literally like live in an apartment for like like two weeks, and then you gotta get and further. Then, you know, my yeah. mom might get in an apartment with a fake name or something, so she could just break the lease. Uh-huh. So it's nothing, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So yeah. we would just, I was just always on the go, yeah. You know what I'm saying, for sure. and. With music or whatever, you know, my mom, um, when I was like, when I was 14, my mom, you know, did a bid, you know, for two years. And that's what made me like start taking rap serious. Okay. Because, you know, before that, I was hooping. And that was like, you know, like everybody else, you know, I want to go to the NBA. So that was like the, you know, the move. Yeah. So it's like. Oh, you too, huh? Yeah, definitely, bro. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? But, and then after that, it was just like, you know, after she got locked up, I just got hella depressed. Right. So it was like, I basketball think. wasn't, it wasn't the outlet for me. You know what I'm saying? And then it was just like, I just started, you know, like telling myself that like it wasn't, that wasn't going to happen for me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I just wanted, I just like, did it, digged into music because I was like the only thing I could really like control in my life. Right, you know what I'm saying, and that's is the beauty it, of it. You can control everything you want to about the type, you know, the music that you make or whatever. Yeah, like, and you and what you're, what I'm assuming that you're saying is that you kind of use that to to vent a little bit. Definitely, you know, not bro. every single song, of course, but just you know a way to you know get get out that that bad energy that you're yeah, holding on to. Definitely, I mean, you know, I'm I'm 
I got brothers and sisters on, you know, my stepdad and my biological dad's side, but I'm my mom's only kid. So, you know, I grew up yeah. just me in the house. So, yeah. you know, you just, you know, you're just into more like creative shit. So I'm able to just write rhymes all day and mm-hmm. shit like that without nobody bothering me. And, you know, like my parents would, you know, like see, you know, like see my rhymes on the floor and shit. And like my dad used to, my stepdad used to pick it up and rap my shit and make fun of me and shit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, you know, at the and at the time, you know, when you're that age, 13, you're not rapping about shit that you're living. You exactly. Know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I'm rapping <laughs> about all kinds of shit. You right, know what I'm saying? These right. niggas is like, bro, you're tripping. Right. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? All right, well, so then what, um, like I said, so I kind of, you know, you started rapping based on, you know, idle time being by yourself being yeah. the only kid and just you know having to use something to get that that energy out of you and yeah. you know because you like music so much that it that was an easy thing to kind of dive into now yeah. do you have like um like a specific artist so and not not so there's a difference between uh what and like if i asked you what artist inspired you to get into music like that's one that's a difference than what artist inspired you to for you to like I can do this kind of thing like Cassidy was like my biggest thing because for one people thought I looked like Cassidy coming Uh up in high school so everybody called me Cassidy at at my high school not to mention I was a fan of his because he was you know at that time he was spitting bars you know what I'm saying and it was like you know bars that and I would kind of try to mimic him and, and do my little raps and shit and it was and, and i let the homies you know i had a little rap battle on, on alder street with the homie and you know I, I killed him yeah and that was the first time people was like oh you got you you can rap and shit so i'm right. like well shit you know i seen cassidy do it i try to mimic his ways a little bit at the beginning and then that led to me rapping so do you have like a specific artist that that kind of happened to you a little bit no there, there, there isn't a specific one but like when i started rapping was when the Nas and Jay Z beef was going on. Yeah. So it was you know two thousand one, two thousand two. Yeah. Takeover. And, and before yeah. that, I hadn't really listened to Nas like that. Facts. Same, you know what I'm saying? Same. And then like, I'm I kept hearing about like the Illmatic album through their beef. So I'm like, what the fuck is Illmatic? Like, you know, I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm yeah. like, what is that? Like, so you know, I go, I go buy the album. You know what I'm saying? I don't even understand what he's talking about. But I'm like, right. he's spitting though, but I don't really get it. You know what I'm saying? So like, Well, then- that's funny because I, I just like, a uh, close friend of mine is a huge Nas fan. But he was a Nas fan while he was in 16, 17 years old. So now that we're older, I'm just now starting to like really understand yeah. the shit that Nas was kicking in, in his words. And I be on my homie's head like, bro, how did you, you did you really know couldn't. what you couldn't? Because that's, that shit is for a specific, like that's some OG type. Maybe he could, maybe he got the gift to gab. I don't know. Because Nas was young spitting that yeah. shit too. But you know, yeah, it's just crazy how we didn't really understand it. But one thing we did know is that he was gassing. The I way knew he was it was something, it you know through. what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was like, I was determined to figure out I mean, I could get some of it. I could get the gist of what he was saying. Right. But it's like some of the references and shit. You would just be like, "What? What is that?" Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> and then still to this day, I'm figuring out certain things that he said, and it's like it makes sense. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, you know, like Nas was like one of the people I was really getting into. You know, now and then that's when Steelmatic came out, and I'm getting mm-hmm. into that, and it was like this next level of lyricism and storytelling and. All that kind of shit that I'm like, okay, this is crazy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and me, I'm the kind of person, like, when I get into something, 
I'm into it, so I want to know everything about it. You right. know what I'm saying? So I went back and bought Biggie's first album and bought, you know what I'm saying, the Chronic and yeah. Doggy Style and it's everything that was supposed to be something. Mm -hmm. I was trying to hear it. You know what I'm saying? So it just led to me having all these different influences. You know, right. when Cassidy and Lloyd Banks and all the punchline niggas came out with the mixtapes. I was rapping that style too. You know what I'm saying? Right, like everything right. was a you know trying to have the punchlines and shit. Right. And I'm and I'm still like when you say you got you going back on albums because you know of our age and when we kind of got on like there's still albums that I do that to you know to this day. Like Definitely. there's you know older homies always told me about MJG and Eight Ball and yeah. I was you know when I was young I would hear you know. They had one song, You Don't Want No Drama. That was yeah. like their single. They had a song with Lloyd that was hot. That was like yeah. one of my favorite joints. So I, I've heard their stuff. That but fire, it, Yeah, Lloyd. oh, that Lloyd. That, yeah, that shit go. But like in terms of like their real CDs, when they first came out, Space Age, Pimping and shit yeah. like that, I didn't know until literally maybe like a last year or two years ago to when I was like, you know what? I got, you know, Apple Music on my phone, whatever. Let me go and listen to it. And they were gassing. Like, nah, for a real. lot of the music now, it has to stem from, you know. Nah, for real. It's crazy you said you mentioned that album, though, because, yeah. like, you know, like, I, I didn't, I wasn't, like, raising my biological dad, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it was, like, a weekend when I was with him, uh -huh. and we went to a record store, and um, I seen that, that album, the Space Age, you know, yeah. album or whatever. So, I, I, I was like, cop this one for me. You know what I'm saying? So he cops it from me or whatever. And then, you know, the the, the one joint, the pimp hard. Uh -huh. pimp. So, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. like we put it in, we're bumping that shit. And he's like, nigga, what you know about pimping? Like, what you, what you. <laughs> yeah. No, and I'm like in eighth grade. I'm like, this shit yeah. fire. You got it on earlier than me because when I got it, I was like, wow. They was like that. Yeah. I was like, if I was, you know, of age or whatever when that came out, oh, they would have been my favorite rappers easily. Exactly. Just because, exactly. you know, they kind of, yeah. You know, and we I can go all day about you know rappers that I like whatever. But one thing that I have noticed about you as an artist, in which I probably appreciate the most, being that you know we're we're in you know the Washington area, and we and I and we both understand how hard it is for you know anybody to make it musically, especially if yeah. you come from like a inner city kind of. You know, if you black, really, I'm, yeah, I'm just saying out real. there. If you if you a black rapper, is a, a real black rapper from the inner city and all that, yeah. it's hard to 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 make it out of here. But the consistency that you have shown is something that I will always apply because that's something that me as an artist I was unable to do, or I should say not unable but unwilling to keep going. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people. You know, because they don't see shit moving the way that they thought they would or whatever, they kind of, some people quit all the way, some people take breaks or whatever, yeah. but that's one thing that I've noticed is that you keep going. Like, you done put out project after project. I went to your YouTube a couple weeks ago, and I'm watching some video. I'm like, wait, this nigga got like 20 videos. Yeah, like 20, yeah. In the past, maybe what, four years? Yeah, since like... Um the first one I shot was 2013. 2013. And then I didn't, God. I didn't shoot that many videos at that because you know, like at that time, you know, bro, like it was hella hard to get a video done. It was hella more expensive yeah, than facts, it is facts. now. Everybody got a camera. You can shoot a video off your iPhone. Exactly. Now, but to, back then, yeah. it was just like like Only 2010 to it. like like 13. It was like uh -huh. it was like nigga, I'm never gonna get a video done. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? But. It's, um, you know, with the consistency, bro, like, I really just, I get it from my mom, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never, 
I seen my mom go through so much shit, and I just never seen her. I never seen her fold. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. So it's just like I always look at it like you know, you know, and the things that I've been through is just like okay, going through you know music shit is frustrating sometimes, but it's like I've been through worse shit. You that's know what I'm saying? I mean, so it that's, can't that's big right there. Yeah, that's so big. I mean, but when niggas, you know, take breaks or you know, sometimes when niggas, you know, stop or whatever, I get it, bro. Cause it's like life. It's hard to keep going when you're right. not getting the results that you want mm-hmm. and you know that you're making the quality of music that people would like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like people just don't be interested. Right. And then it's like, what can you do about that? You yeah, know what I'm it's, like, it's a tough, like I said, because you when we when I have conversations like this, I try my best not to sound like a quote unquote complainer because exactly. if, if you speak on anything like that and you're in your artist, automatically oh, you're whining. Yeah, automatically people look at, oh, you're just mad because people aren't listening to your, you know, whatever. They'll, yeah, they'll and go that as you. Yeah, exactly. Like we like. just like I can't have a civil conversation about, you know, music and local artists without me being, you know, without me being the main person I'm talking about yeah. kind of thing. So, you know, I try not I try but then I mean it's just it's just being honest in, in, in a certain time. Like, you know, and I'm not even gonna credit this to only people from Seattle, Washington or whatever like that. It's like yeah. people in general, like if I post and this might sound cliche nowadays, but if I post a new album, regardless, like I said, regardless of how you may, how you think it may sound, if I post that just for the strength of me putting myself out and being vulnerable and, do, and going after something, I, yeah. I'll get less likes for that to, let's say, I post something of me fighting somebody or something right, like exactly. that. Right, exactly. Or me posting something that's funny. You know, I know, you know, every laughter is a, is a universal language. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not trying to compete with something that is funny to the masses because I'm not going to win that. But yeah. in terms of like... like that's said, the least traction you get, though, is on your music. Right. Like, out of all things you post, right. like... Right, it's the music. <laughs> right, <laughs> like I try to be conscious of that as most as I can because you know I'm I've been guilty of it too. Like I'll see something scrolling by, and what you say, it only takes one second, point yeah. point five seconds to hit the like button and keep it pushing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I I don't like liking stuff that like blindly liking things. Like yeah, I wanna no, I yeah. wanna. I want you to know that I'm not only liking it just because I've seen it, but I like it because I actually had the time or made the time to actually go look at your shit kind of yeah. thing. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's just funny how, well, like I said, maybe not funny, but, you know, like I said, I, like I said, I know we, I knew we could both kind of, you know, find a common place because we know what being an artist in Seattle is all about and yeah. how, how fickle the support can be. Definitely. People don't even realize... Mm-hmm. That don't do music, they don't realize how hard it is, bro. They think that because no. people think like the most talented artists Gets are the on. ones who make it, yeah. And they don't think they don't realize the power that they have to make us into superstars. You right. know what I'm saying? But right. it's like, example, when you go to to a place where you know they're where they really support the artists, like you go to Texas, uh-huh. the rappers from Texas. You know what I'm saying? They they're number one, and then it's everybody else. Yeah. You go to the Bay, it's Mac Dre, yeah. the Jacka, yeah. Jay Diggs, Messi Mar. Yeah. It's those cats, and then it's everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's like it's hard to it's hard to, it's it's like we're playing with no home court advantage, bro. Yeah, and like, I mean, and this might be it too, though. Like, like I don't know. Like in Seattle, I feel like we gotta we got our own style in life. 
but I'm not sure we have a specific style we don't have the sound the in music. Sound. Yeah, we don't, we don't. like anything, like you know, the most Seattle sounding song that that you'll get from here, you can say sounds like Bay Area music or something. Right. Like I right. feel like the Seattle sound has kind of, you know, ele- you know, it's kind of transformed into this. Um, damn, now I'm blanking on his name. Uh, um, damn, he was in One Mob. Uh, uh, not Mavi. No, so you one got Mozzie, you got uh, so, short dude. Okay, one mob. Uh, one mob, Mozzie, you got uh, Filthy Blood Rich. Is Joe, is it Joe, what's his name? Joe Blow? Joe Blow, right? Okay, so you feel like that's kind of like the style Yeah, now? like his music, like me growing up and I'm hearing that type of music. And I'm, I mean, maybe that's more in terms of the, the, the hood, you know, hood niggas rap, I guess. I don't yeah. even know what to call it, but like that type of like Joe Blow just seems like kind of a seattle sound and that's not a seattle sound that's right. you know that's right. northern bay bay area cali yeah and i'm not sure we have a specific sound and i think that may hurt us yeah if, if, if i was to say the only thing that like as far as us as an artist aren't doing right mm-hmm. i i would say that that is it's because when you have that signature sound or, or the gimmick or whatever you want to call it yeah it gives some people it gives people something to latch on to that they can you know the consumer can understand facts you know what i'm saying so i, I think i think that's kind of weird i mean but to me it makes the it, i like it more like that that we don't have a signature sound because it's like we have so many so varieties yeah exactly you know what i'm saying and but can too much be can too many too much variety be a be a bad thing though yeah, too much anything. I mean, cause yeah, it's like, exactly. cause I think I think I think it confuses people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, see, that's why in in my music, this is me personally, but I try to, I try to use as much Seattle verbiage in the songs that I can, so yeah. that even if you don't, you know, relate this type of this type of sounding music to the area, the verbiage you can always trace back to to my that's area. Like if I use the word filthy or if choice, I use, does that. Like exactly. the best, bro. he's he's, he's he dope really, at that. Yeah, that's why he's he really, one of my favorite artists really because that, you know he was putting, saying janky and just saying you know he sounded like a town nigga even though he was on you know uh, L A records. You exactly, know what I'm he still brought the Seattle verbiage to the song. Yeah, and that's why I think people, like you said, people latch on to something that they can genuinely you yeah. know relate to. Yeah. So, on it's 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 a it's a. As much as we both been, you know, doing music, because as long as I've been doing music, I've kind of seen you doing, you know, doing yourself yeah. at the same time. And you see, you learn so much as you go, as you go on that it's, it's interesting to see these, uh, these type of conversations. One thing I did want to ask you, though, is that, like, along with consistency, like, you, uh, you're kind of, and especially in today's age, you're kind of giving away music. Mm. Right, like now, granted, and you have your thing, you have your songs on, you know, most of music large platforms like yeah. iTunes, Apple Music, uh, Title, Spotify, whatever. But like, like you had a uh, the big payback, like yeah. I said, the album that I just played the the song with you and Ralphie on, like that song has twenty. That's that album has twenty five songs on it. Now is it is it supposed right. to be a? It was supposed to be a double disc. It correct? is a double disc. It is a double disc, yeah. but on these Apple streaming or these uh, music streaming sites. It doesn't really 
you know, like the yeah. double disc when it was physical copies, you can really feel, okay, this is a double disc because I see two motherfucking discs yeah. and all of that. But with on the on the streaming music side, it just is all in one list, and it looks like the big payback is one album yeah. with twenty five songs. Right. But right. even with the double album, like, do you think that you're kind of giving away too much at a time? Because now everybody has a short. Uh, yeah. You know, everybody wants songs that are one minute, one fifteen long, and they only want six of them. But it's, it's difficult. I mean, because like with these days, you know, like everybody's putting out so much music. You got right. dudes like Larry June who's dropping all the time, bro. So yeah. it's like I'm really like trying to move like an independent artist, but and not like a local artist. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when I see dudes like Larry June, Currency. And dudes like that dropping consistently, it's like, okay, I can do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like I try to keep up with, you know, what's going on. And it's not, it's not difficult for me, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, to do it. I mean, really, I honestly be wanting to release more music. Yeah. But it's like business wise, I want it to make sense. Right. You know what I'm saying? It so it's, it's hard to it's hard to do both, bro, with mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, constantly putting out shit. And it's like and, and you know you want it you want to put the proper money and yeah. everything behind that's another a thing certain that project yeah that's another thing that people don't realize is the money that you have to invest in yourself exactly. to come out with quality sounding you know music exactly like, you yeah. make a video you know what i'm saying just for niggas to maybe watch it maybe not you know what i'm saying yeah. you put your money you know what i'm saying money that's behind the, that's it that's the vulnerability like, that i'm talking exactly about right there exactly or you know somebody to just like one time i'm at the club whatever this dude walked this dude that i know he was like telling me you know i could you know like work on my videos and shit so he's like you know um you know you need to do this this and that and i was like i was like well you know what's the last video you seen he was always like it was like three years ago Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, like, why are we even having this conversation, right, right, bro? Like, right. what are we talking about, right, bro? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, and, and that's what, you know, going along with that, like I said, I go through this, you know, with my music, also with this show, too. Like, you know, people will, you know, and I don't even put that pressure on people to, yeah. you know, like, you know, I'm not going to go up to somebody and ask them, oh, you listen to my show, right? So, yeah, what I say last week, you know, yeah. I don't want to put that in, but then people, because they, I don't know if it's guilty conscience or whatever, but they'll come up to me and be like, oh, yeah, I listened to your show last week. Yeah. You know? So then then if anything comes after that and they don't know, it's like, all right, you just lied to me for no reason. Exactly. Like it's, you don't have to listen to every you're not gonna listen to every single episode I got. Yeah. It's okay. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But you don't feel like you have to make up you know nah, for fake real. support. Just like it's all right. I know and, if I know you support me, I know you support no, me. No, honestly, that's what made me like rock with you. Because mm-hmm. there'll be times we'll you know, we see each other out all the time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like You'll you'll talk to me about a specific song that you heard that you like some you know, like sometimes when I yeah. see you yeah. and then and then sometimes we'll have a regular conversation and it's not this fake how's the music going yeah exactly blah 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 so it's like but when when you when I make something that that you caught or that you liked you mm-hmm. let me know yeah for you know sure. what I'm saying and it's like a whether it's just a I heard that joint blah blah, blah or it's a you know more of an in depth conversation whatever it is. It's genuine and yeah. it's not the And sometimes I don't and this is not just specific to you, but this is anybody. Sometimes I just don't have the time or I just don't happen to see it. Yeah. Whatever the case may be. Like so, you know, that happens because I it happens, you know, with people with, that do it to me too. Like yeah. they maybe 
you know, maybe they would like the song, but it just didn't come across their face or they didn't exactly. have time. And, you know, it's cool. So you got to have a kind of, you know, strong. You got to have tough skin. Tough and also, that we're yes. competing with so much. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You fuck around, drop around time. Drake's dropping. Right, it's it, it over for you. You gotta make business you know decisions. What I'm it's but, over uh, for you. I got like, some more questions for you too. But we are gonna play uh, a, a song or two in between this, just to give us a little break. One, okay. one of the songs I did want to play. Uh, I'm gonna play one of your songs next. Uh, but uh, Joe, Joe, Larry June. Speaking of Larry June, uh-huh. he's in town tomorrow night okay. at, at uh, Chop Suey. So if you're out there listening. I'm a, I'm a, I've learned to become a big Larry June fan because he's spitting that shit. You know the same kind of that, that joint third day run. Man. And that's that's the song that I'm actually gonna play because I, I love that song so much. It's so motivating. So we gonna play some Larry June and play another Joey Cash song, and we gonna get back into it. That's cool with you, bro. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get it, man. Popular Stranger Radio Show, BoothRadio.live every Wednesday. Let's get it, man. a better nigga so she came right back but i'ma need about 20 if you trying to do that i can't be your boyfriend but i can fuck with it she brought me 10 band-aids i had lunch with it if i can't help the bitch then i don't fuck with it she had a drug problem i couldn't fuck with it a couple whips in the bay I barely touched the shit My stock rims at Jazzy house Shit, it's been a minute I couldn't make this shit up Man, it's the life I'm living Family changed on me They said I'm acting different I can lose it all today Still be the same nigga I never had a job My credit 750 Nigga do the numbers I'm not a dumb nigga I paid attention to it Manifested it If I want it, then I get it I don't question shit And nigga never check me Nigga check the bitch It's hard I'ma spend whatever Cop the whip and customize the leather Thumbing through it, it ain't nothing better Green juice, expensive sweater She came through a little past 11 I hit it twice and then I wrote this letter On Van Ness and it's 9-11 Piggy dancing like Michael Jackson 
Eat a sandwich, go online, cop another classic. I ain't even wanna fuck. I told the bitch I'm faster. Same whip, but mine faster. Bitch, I'm chasing cabbage. All money ain't good, so bitch, you can have it. So much money, I can't stash it. Bitch, fuck rapping. I'm riding bikes on the beach, living so fancy. I'm trying to stay motivated so I can drop these classics. 3,000 wood grain, Cartier glasses. Bitch was hiding. On the mic, but you know you fake. fake. Got the game from a lame, me exaggerate. Tell the war stories, fabricate. Old niggas tryna front like they old cheeks. He had a host on the strip, are you so pissed? Need a code for the game, it's a cold crash. They was waiting for a deal, shit, I let them wait. Little niggas in the game, shit, they let us straight. How you waiting on a nigga, shit, you in the way. I was fresh in the shit, it was me and Trey. I was me from the jump, when I'm trying to say. Fuck signing to a nigga, be on me. Nigga switching clicks, shit, I can't stand. Shit, I'm on my old dime, on my own brand. We switching up, shit, it's all fam. Got the shit out the shop, man, I got a floor it. Did it big in the town, shit, you can't ignore it. Spilling hit me on the seat, shit, I got a board. Throwing soft for the bitch, I was never for it. Got the shit out the shop, yeah, I got a floor it. Did it big in the town, shit, you can't ignore it. Spilling hit me on the seat, shit, I got a board. Throwing soft for the bitch, I was never for it. Popular Stranger Radio, man. We back at it. 
My boy Joey Cash still here with me. You still here with me, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we good. Just getting the getting the levels right one time in the in the popular Stranger Radio studios up in here, man. But uh, we getting it together. Yeah, we we was talking some uh, talking some music uh, off off the mic a little bit about uh, Conway, Westside Gun, and Benny the Butcher. How they be? Man, that's the movement, right? How they be gassing and all of that, but uh, the song that we just uh, that we just played by you was called "Out the Mud," right? Out the shop. I said "Out the Mud," man. I'm sorry. (laughs) Out the shop. And you just had a video for that too, right? And that's on the 1250 project with you and Teak. Yeah, the Teak Punch, who been out here killing the streets with music. Uh, She got merch. She got everything going on. So shout out to Teak, man. So one of the things, and yeah, shout out to Teak. One of the things that i love in terms of like you know rap music and all of that is the the one one rapper one producer projects yeah yeah yeah. and so it's kind of been overdue in terms of you and teak like i feel like y'all ben should have been doing because y'all essentially do that anyway with all the music that you kind of kind of been making where if you have a project probably what 80 percent of it maybe even more might be you know produced by her or whatever so what what made y'all finally decide to go ahead and come out with a with a well, duo project like that? The first that well, the first one we did was in um, 2017. What was that called though? It's, it's 1251. 1251. That, that's the volume one of it. Okay. So this is volume two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Got so you, got you. So uh, so between that, you know, like I was working on the double disc or whatever, and it took me like three years like to make that. Yeah. So I was just kind of like collecting songs like for it and you know like putting out projects between that right and then um with the you know with the, with the volume two or maybe even come with the idea was like i really just want to like try to put her out there you know what i'm saying yeah. so it was like the best way to do it is i know that you production wise you can carry a whole album you yeah. know what i'm saying so yeah. if we can make you know what i'm saying like a classic with the you know what I'm saying with the shit like that shit that should do it right you know what i'm saying right. like that, that, that's, that should be you know that yeah, no, nah, I, I, like I said, I like, and you guys, instead of, you know, doing a, a EP with like six, seven songs, yeah. here, here, Joey Cash go again, putting out full ass albums. And you bro, got, I really, like, I really 15, tried to do 15 like songs, songs on that joint. album, bro, but it'd be, it, it, it yeah, it's, it, it was, I know. I can only imagine it gets hard when it's like time to cut songs, and you're just like, man, that song's too nice. I can't cut that and then no, we did like know. 30 joints bro. oh okay so it yeah. was like and i was Y'all so at first we talked about could. 10 mm-hmm. and then it was like okay we're gonna do 12 you know 12 50 12 songs and then it just ended up being 15 yeah so it just you know yeah no nah, i mean that that's that's how the game go man yeah. like i said more and more is better than less like yeah. you i would rather artist give me more music than i need than give me not enough music you yeah, know i'm definitely saying? looking to do shorter albums though in the you know in the, well i'm not even saying that the, to discourage you though bro. Nah, like, no that's already I, the plan I, I, like, <laughs> I like the full albums and you don't have to stop it's just like i said and i think that kind of makes you different you know okay. than, than the masses of everybody doing these you know eight songs of one minute joints you know what i'm saying yeah. like that's cool but you know me growing up as a as a you know a fan yeah. of music and uh, me remembering the you know the Biggie double disc exactly. and you know the albums that got three sixteen songs yeah three verses and yeah. and two hooks you yeah. feel me so like you know I'm used to that so I, I like exactly. it though now you did have a project called the Brian Webster story yeah and uh, I am unfamiliar 
who Brian Webster is. I know he's on the cover with the motorcycle yeah. joint. So can you can you kind of explain why did you decide to name it the Brian Webster story and, and who is that too? So that's my stepdad. Um, okay. You know, he raised me. You know, him and my mom was married for uh, like 20 years. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, he passed away 2000, um, 2017, I think. Okay. And um, Rest in peace. Yeah, thank you. So... You know, so I just I, I just wanted to do something, you know, just dedicated to him. Mm-hmm. You know, like he taught me so much and you know, he raised me as his own kid. So it's like I mean, you know, and like growing up I didn't really even know that he wasn't my real dad for a while. You won yeah. You know, so I didn't know till I was like nine. So yeah. I grew up, you know, with him from day one being there, you know what I'm saying? And so it's just like you know, and I put so much of my you know my music you know like so much of my music I put you know like my parents and their lifestyle and you know all the shit I went through with them or whatever in the music. So it just makes sense to me to um to do that you know. So I have my mom narrate the album or whatever and talk yeah. about him you know and all the songs and shit. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think again back to the love of music. It's incredible that music gives you the opportunity to. To pay your respects or to exactly. to tell people your story without having to sit down and tell everybody one by one to repeat yourself. You could put it in the music. It was like, all right, if you want to kind of understand my relationship to him or whatever the case may be, all right, well, here. Here go. Exactly. Because it's an art piece that lives forever now. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. So it's, you know. Exactly. And uh, a friend of mine, uh, uh, I'm assuming uh, Brian Webster was cool with uh, Big Scott. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. yeah. My man Bez, man, uh, he, you know, he, he tell me that you guys, basically, you guys family, you know. Yeah, anyway. yeah, definitely, bro. Yeah. Like me, me, bro, me and him, bro. Like, like yeah, yeah, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. like, 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 bro, me and, bro, <laughs> Uncle Scott, bro, he used to have me, him and my dad, bro. They was like, 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 like fight promoters. They'd have us like as teenagers put on the gloves, mm-hmm. and these guys would be just. Like putting the fights together, like like have my older brother and you know what I'm saying like somebody else like put on the gloves and they just put all these little matches together. Yeah. So me me and Myron bro like we never like got into a fight like outside of boxing, but we like yeah. got the box like every year. And that and that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy how you know just how evolution works and you know time or whatever like. Now we them uncles and and yeah exactly and dads and exactly. like you know exactly. I'm, I'm smacking his son in the back of the head and shit yeah. like you know like my uncles used to try to you know that yeah, shit exactly that's just crazy how that go man but I kind of wanted to get a little bit of your of your taste in music before you know you got up out of here so yeah, um, yeah if you uh, I mean these are kind of just some cliche questions yeah but uh, if you had three albums. Or excuse me, I'm not even gonna give you that if you're on an island or whatever. Just what it, if you can give me your best, your most three albums that meant the most to you in terms of rap music, oh, excluding rap music. excluding any ones that you did. Okay, like um, three albums that that meant the most to you in your life at whatever at times that they came out. I would say, um, Life at the Death. Boom. Definitely all eyes on me. Mm-hmm. Like double when that like cause we I, was, I really like experienced that as a kid in real time to where like you pull up on somebody you know what I'm saying like they're bumping all eyes on me but it's a different song you know yeah. what I'm saying like the whole city was off that so, yeah, and I probably say um, Dr. Dre 
the Chronic 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that yeah, the, both chronics are dope, but that that two thousand bro, that's, that's different and all that. bro, for me, yeah. bro. Like that yeah. was the one. If somebody, if somebody out here was popping shit at Joey Cash, yeah, right, on wax, would you be fully prepared to like drop like a, a diss track on him? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it depends on who it was. Like, can no nigga that just like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just start rapping type shit. Like, say some shit about me. Like, nah, I'm not. I'm not, even I'm not gonna doing pay that. attention like, to that. Yeah. Nah, I'm not doing that. But if it's if it if it's worth it, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, you know. Yeah. I'm definitely ready. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like that though yeah. because I mean I don't know. Like I, I've thought about that too, and it's like as much as I grew up in that era of battle rap, whether it's on wax or just acapella or whatever, it's just like you know if it were to happen to me. If we were if it were to happen to me that we could you know do that man but um yeah I just want to uh, thank you for coming out man we kind of getting kicked out of my room right now so um, here's what we're gonna do though right yeah because uh, I'm not gonna allow them to dictate what we do right here man I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna make sure that the rest of this episode we gonna knock some Joey Cash man I appreciate and that, I'm also bro. gonna make sure that you cut you get a chance to come back on here and chop some more game up with me whether you promote your own music or not man you definitely a real one I appreciate it as I'm shaking appreciate your hand having you bro yeah definitely having me <laughs> yeah man and we gonna have to do this again man no so, definitely I'm, I'm with it you got I'm anything to promote right now twelve fifty. Volume 2 is out right now. All my albums on all streaming platforms. I'm performing in Baltic Room this Saturday. Oh, yeah, it's lit. You know, so pull up. Oh, yeah, we're going to pull up, and we're going to do that, man. I appreciate you coming, Joey. Man, shout out to you, man. 1250 out, out, out now, uh, out, out out the shop now on YouTube. Yeah. Joey Cash on YouTube, all this shit, all this yeah, stuff, all that. man. I appreciate you coming, man. We're going to knock some Joey Cash and get up out of here, man. All right, bro. Popular Stranger Radio every every Wednesday, boothradio.live, man. And uh, thanks for coming, man. Peace out, man.